Early in January, I was called into the office at the American Red Cross for an emergency meeting to discuss the pandemic. No, this was not 2020, but in 2009, as preparation for the H1N1 virus, which was expected in Salt Lake City in the coming weeks. I may have planted the seed way back then, but I think it was in high school when I finally became involved in a way with emergency management. Through a good friend, I ended up getting my amateur radio license. I was a ham. You'll hear about that through a lot of my stories. As a ham, though, I became involved in ARIES, or Amateur Radio Emergency Services. This was a volunteer organization that provided communication support during emergencies and disasters. My first really big involvement directly with the emergency management response was in 1999. It was August 10th, and Salt Lake City was hit with a tornado. I remember this day very well. I was in the store picking up prescriptions when a lady came back from the phone and said, I'm sorry about the wait, but there was a tornado downtown. I couldn't believe what I had just heard. But as soon as I got in the car with my dad, my ham radio turned on, and I heard the emergency net was going crazy. There really had been a tornado. 911! <laughs> for me to respond. I went to the Salt Lake County Emergency Operations Center to help provide communications support. I remember the radio being very hectic. I was helping with communications between fire departments, the American Red Cross, and the state of Utah, and of course the Aries radio net. It was quite busy and eventually I was able to get one of my good friends, who was also a ham, to come and assist me and give me a break. I had spent a good six hours on the radio that day, and only one thing could break me away from an actual disaster. It was a girl, and I remember she was flying into Salt Lake that night, and I wanted to be there when she arrived. I remember when she did get off the plane, she was shocked that I was there. She'd heard about the tornado and figured I was probably busy helping, but there I was, but we'll get more into my history on girls and love in a later episode. This was the first experience I had with a real disaster. Over the next few days, I spent hours providing communications to both Salt Lake County Emergency Management and the American Red Cross. Before this event, I think emergency management was more of an interest. But once I had the taste of a real disaster, I knew that this was something I was really wanting to be involved in. Just a few weeks later, I responded again, but this time for a mudslide and a flood in northern Utah. Years later, I still wanted to be more involved, and that led me to the American Red Cross and that 2009 meeting about the H1N1 pandemic. At the time, I was a disaster action team member, which meant I normally responded to house and apartment fires and helped families in need with clothing, places to stay, food, and even giving children teddy bears. It was my first real on-the-ground response working directly with those that have been affected by disaster. Years later, my next step in emergency management was when my cousin sponsored me to write a blog that focused on social media and emergency management and government. I wrote a weekly blog that talked about how different agencies can use Facebook, Twitter, and other social media sites during disasters and emergency responses. 
I joined a group of experts in the field for a weekly chat called SMEMCHAT, which stands for Social Media Emergency Management. Each week, we would gather online and discuss current events, best practices for emergency management, and other items of interest to the emergency management community. My biggest achievement, and when I finally felt like I was part of and accepted by the crowd, was when Craig Fugate, the former FEMA director who famously coined the Waffle House Index. If the Waffle House was closed, it was red. If the Waffle House was open but had a limited menu, it was yellow. And if the Waffle House was open and had a full menu, it was green. Referenced one of my weekly blog articles during a SMEM chat. Through my blog and my weekly chats, I really became part of the emergency management community. In 2018, I'd finally have that opportunity through the AmeriCorps program. I took on a position with the American Red Cross Cascades region based in Portland, Oregon, where I was living at the time. I actually had a job as a disaster preparedness coordinator. This was the perfect job for me. I was in charge of teaching people how to prepare for the Cascadia earthquake. This included going to schools and teaching children, visiting community centers to teach neighborhoods, and working directly with emergency management and other volunteer groups on planning for a disaster response. During my time at the American Red Cross, I also had to respond to several real-life disasters. This included an Amtrak train derailment in Washington, and a large scrapyard fire in Portland that resulted in the evacuation and sheltering of over 200 people. We first received the call at the Cascades Region office from the Portland Fire Department early in the afternoon. They advised us that there was a large scrapyard fire and that they were evacuating about a dozen homes on a single street. We decided, along with county emergency management, to set up what we call a reception center. This is a location where people can come for some food, water, and a place to just relax out of the sun, and most importantly, get information. We set up and ran the reception center for several hours that afternoon. We had a few people come in wanting to know the status of when they could go home, others wanted to get some food, and some just wanted to watch the news on the televisions that we had set up. Later that night, though, as we were preparing to shut down the reception center, we received word from the EPA that the fire had produced a toxic plume of smoke that was affecting a much larger area than was originally known. It was decided, along with the county, that a shelter would be needed. They were now preparing to evacuate several neighborhoods. First, in just the last hour, we found out firefighters are, in fact, expanding the evacuation area around that fire. Well, Jennifer, good evening. There is no doubt about it. This is a large evacuation order, as you just mentioned. Up to 2,000 people now affected by it. That county spokesperson saying that smoke is so bad, the particulate that has fallen and continues to fall is dangerous. This meant at 9 o'clock at night, we were going to have to set up a shelter for around 200 people. We activated multiple Red Cross volunteers who responded and got the shelter up and running. And then I helped by going to the grocery store and grabbed all of the food they would need to prepare breakfast for those that were staying at the shelter overnight. All in all, I had been up and working for about 20 hours before I finally got to go home. Unfortunately, the AmeriCorps program is only a year long, so after that point, my Red Cross experience came to an end. 
management experience though. After moving back to Utah, I joined Team Rubicon, another volunteer organization that provides disaster response support to communities. And that's where I am today, helping during the COVID-19 pandemic. As you can see, over the last 20 years, I've been involved in emergency management, whether it's learning about it or directly working on the front line. It's something that I've always been interested in. And I'm sure I'm going to continue to find ways to be more involved. You know, to sum things up about my emergency management experience, I just need to go back to something my dad always told me. He said if I only made a dollar an hour for all the volunteer work I've done in my life, I'd already be a millionaire. You know what? I'm fine with that because it's not about the money. It's about feeling like I've helped other people about doing the right thing, about being part of something that's bigger than just me, about something that's important. So I think that about finishes up this week's topic in emergency management. Now I do have a couple ideas for next week, but I'd like to hear from you. What topic would you like to hear more about? Would you like to hear about why I became so interested in filmmaking and some of my experiences around television and film? Or maybe you would like to hear about how I became involved in three different Olympics. Feel free to drop me a note on social media or leave a message through Anchor where my podcast is hosted. I already have some other topics I'm sure will be interesting. And I'll say I've already reached out to some people to include them in the show. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And I hope that you'll listen again and subscribe. Because this is my life or at least how I remember it.